Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, place a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. And now to our story. Roaring out to sea in one of Dr. Deutsch's radio-controlled seaplanes, Clark Kent, Jimmy, and Jimmy's dog, Storm, have finally managed to escape from mysterious Volcano Island. Professor Browning, whom Deutsch had brutally forced to operate his radium plant, is in the plane with them, almost unconscious from the bullet wound he received during the struggle for possession of the plane. The plane they are on is headed for a boat waiting ten miles off the coast, a boat mysteriously ordered by Deutsch. As the giant ship hurtles through the sky, Kent wonders what will be waiting for them. Listen. Gosh, Mr. Kent, it'll be dark soon, and we've been flying a long time. Do you think we're almost there? I think so, Jimmy. You'd better go back into the rear compartment and see how the professor's getting along. I'll watch for the boat. Okay, Mr. Kent. Mr. Browning seems awfully restless, talking and mumbling in his sleep. Well, he's had a tough time of it. I hope we can get him to the mainland soon. Too bad we can't even make the professor comfortable. There aren't even enough seats in this ship. Well, this is a cargo plane. It's not designed to carry passengers. Deutsch probably never used it for anything but ship as radium. Twelve ounces? I could carry that in my pocket. Oh, no, you couldn't. Radium is packed in quarter grams. You know, it's powerful stuff. It can only be carried in lead cylinders, and if Deutsch put one cylinder in a book, well, that makes a lot of books. I wonder why Deutsch hasn't turned this plane around, Mr. Kent. This must have gotten to him by this time. Mm, it'd be a simple matter for him to turn it around and bring it back to the island. Gosh, why hasn't he done it? I'm not sure. But I've been thinking about that, even though I didn't mention it to you. And I've got a hunch he's radioed the boat to take care of us when we land. What do we do, Mr. Kent? I don't know yet, Jim. We just have to sit tight and trust the luck. Oh, what is it, Storm? Oh, look, Mr. Kent. The professor's out. Professor, you're wounded. Lie down. Yeah. Leave me alone, Dyke. Leave me alone. Radium. Pounds of it. That's what you want. Pounds of radium. Professor. Don't touch me, Dyke. Don't. Please, Professor, lie down. Dungeon. Must get out. Gotta. Mr. Kent, he collapsed. Stay here, Jimmy. Hold storm, will you? How is he, Mr. Kent? Well, he's not suffering anymore. You mean... Yes, Jim. Better that way. Much better. Poor old man. I kind of liked him. Yes, so did I. What's that down below? The lights of a boat. Do you think that's the one? Must be. Starting to slow down and circle for a landing. Well, now for the fireworks. Do you think they know we're on this plane? Can't tell yet. We'll find out in a few minutes. What do we do? Give them a good fight? No, Jimmy. Let them take us aboard. Maybe they'll sail us to the mainland. 
Then we'll have half a chance anyway. All right, brace yourself, Jimmy. We'll hit the water any minute. Okay. Come here, Storm. Let me hold you. Look, two men are pulling away from the boat in a dinghy. Must be members of the crew, Jimmy. Gee, sure are tough-looking birds. Uh, don't you worry. They don't know we're on board. We've got to jump on them. Do you suppose Hans and Dutch have warned them to expect it? Somehow I don't think so, Jim. The moon is bright enough so I can see from here they're not armed. If they're expecting to find anything except a cargo full of radium-loaded books, they carry guns. Gee, I hope you're right. All right, now listen carefully, Jimmy. We'll hide in this compartment in the tail of the plane. As soon as they both get in, we'll rush them. All right, come on now. Get a distant All right, keep it steady, Joe, while I climb up on the wing. I'll hand this stuff over to you. Okay, I got it. Come on, lover. Hey, something's fishy. What do you mean? The plane's clean empty. Ah, go on, you bet. All right, come up and see for yourself, wise guy. Well, I'll be... This don't make sense. It's supposed to be a load of books on Sure, here. same as the other times. Sounds like a door. Well, now, here he comes. Uh, take a minute, Pete, Billy. Hey, don't you kick him. Look, it's a kid and a big guy. All right, yeah. try and stop this one, mister. Oh, oh, get it. Look out behind you, Mr. Kent. All right. I'll hold you for a while. Gosh, you've knocked them both cold. Oh, did I? Well, I, I guess they both stepped right into my wild punches. All right, come on, Jimmy. Help me lower them into the dinghy. I'll get in first. All right. All right, Jimmy. Roll him over. Okay, I've got him. There. Now, next one. That's it. There now. Okay, come on, Jimmy. Jump for it. Storm's here with me. Here I come. boy. Gosh, Mr. Kent, you're almost as strong as Superman. Oh, nonsense, Jimmy. Here, quickly, give me the oars. Here they are. Good thing it's dark. Maybe we'll be able to get on board without the rest of the crew seeing us. What happened? Where are we? Take it easy. You're aboard your boat. Who are you, anyway? How'd you two get on that plane? That's none of your business. Now, just remember this. From now on, I'm running things. And you're taking orders from me. That's what you think. We take our orders from the boss and nobody else, see? Who is your boss? Don't tell him, Joe. What do you take me for, a sap? I ain't telling him nothing. Well, the only thing to do is turn you two specimens over to the police. They'll make you talk. We ain't done nothing. Ever hear of Dr. Deutsch? Who? Dr. Deutsch. I never heard of him. Me neither. Ask them why they brought the boat out here, Mr. You King. keep your nose out of this, kid. Yeah. Why did you bring your boat to this spot? Because we like to ride on the ocean, that's why. Sure, we like the breezes. Well, I can see we're wasting time. Get up on your feet, both of you. I said get up on your feet. Okay, I'll get you up. Oh, you're breaking my arm. Okay, okay. That's better. Now, pay attention. This boat must have a shortwave sending set. Where is it? We got one, but it's on a blink. If it wasn't, mister, the boss would have told us to meet you with bullets. Shut up, Bill. I see. Where is the radio? In a deck house, but it won't do you no good. I'll find that out for myself. Jimmy? Yes, Mr. Kent? Hand me that length of rope. This one? That's it. Now, turn around, you two. Did you hear what I said, or do I have to demonstrate? All right, all right. You don't have to get tough. Hold your hands behind your backs. That's right. Now, a few turns of this rope around your wrist. Take it easy. A couple of good knots. Well, it's going to be safe for a while, tied together like Siamese twins. You won't talk so big when a boss hears about this. Oh, you have no idea how anxious I am to meet your boss face to face. Yeah. But in the meantime, we'll have to content ourselves with your company. 
How much? Where are you taking them, Mr. Kent? We'll dump them in the stern compartment for the time being. I want to see whether I can get that radio working. If not, we'll run the boat to the naval base. What about poor Professor Browning on the plane? I'll take care of that. Don't worry, Jimmy. He'll get a decent burial. All right, start walking, gentlemen. And don't try any funny work. Through the deck house and into the stern compartment. I guess it's all right to leave Storm out here, isn't it, Mr. Kent? He's fast asleep over by the rail. Oh, sure. He'll be all right. All right, here we are. Open that door to the stern compartment, Jimmy. Ah, this looks comfortable enough. Step inside. Now, remember, both of you, don't get any bright ideas or you're liable to wind up with very bad headaches. I'll see you later. Now, Jimmy, let's see about that shortwave set. I bet they were lying. I bet it worked. I don't think so, Jim. If it worked, Deutsch would have contacted them to tell them we were on our way. Now, here it is. Let's see now. This must be the power switch. There's a hum. Does that mean it works? Yeah, it means there's power, but the sending apparatus may be out of order. Is that tube lit? No, I don't think so. But this one is. Yeah. Four of them are lit, and two aren't. That's the trouble, I guess. Well, then we can't send a message to the naval base, huh? I don't know. We may be able to send and not receive. I'll try it anyway. Calling the naval base. Calling the naval base. Come in, please. Anything doing? No, not yet. Calling the naval base. Calling the naval base. Come in. Come in, please. Calling the naval base. Unable to determine whether or not his voice is going out over the airwaves, Clark Kent repeats the call again and again. Meanwhile, in the stern compartment, the two members of the boat's crew speak in low, hushed voices. We've got to get off of this tub, Bill. We don't, we're going to get tossed in a clink. Yeah, but how are we going to get off? Through the stern hatch. You don't know about it. You crazy? What are we going to do? Swim with our hands tied? Not me. So loud. We ain't gonna swim. We'll get out through the stern head, sneak up to the deck house, and cock up. With our hands tied, I suppose. Our hands won't be tied, dope. Now stand close to me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Slip your fingers into my back pocket. Okay? A knife. You got it? Open it up. Okay. She's open. Back up to me, I'll cut the rope. <laughs> Good thing this knife is shut up. <laughs> okay, you're free. Now get me loose, will you? <laughs> Now we'll fix that mug, whoever he is. Hey, wait a minute. Listen, Joe, I ain't so keen on tangling with him. Not without guns. And they're in the deck house. Anyway, remember what we got told? If anything happens, get rid of the boat, remember? Yeah, so what? Well, maybe we better get rid of it. What about us? We can scram in the dinghy. There ain't no sea running. We can make sure easy. Oh, we'll get the dinghy off the stern. Easy. It's pitch dark now. He won't see us. All right. But what do we do about the boat? Gunless? Yeah, it takes too long. Hey, wait a minute. What are you doing? There's some cotton waste and a gallon of kerosene. We'll douse it and set fire to it. It's a good idea, but make it fast. Spread it around good, Bill. Okay. Okay. Boy, will this tub go up? Now, stand back, Bill. We're going to light this match. All ready? Let her go. Right. Fire at sea. Orange tongues of flame leaping from the stern compartment and eating their deadly way slowly but surely to the gas tanks on either side of the boat. Will Clark Kent and Jimmy discover the fire in time, or will it get beyond control and blow the boat into a thousand pieces? What will happen? Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! 
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.